I crunched on ice. Yeah. Play has good ice. Zaxby's has decent ice. We don't have Zaxby's. Think I so. think Zaxby's ice is like that. Uh, it's like the ice that like has like a little dip in it. Mm. And so it's kind of like a bubble. It's like a cr- like a good crunch. On this week's episode of the Fake Racers Podcast, Joe and Davey talk about all things Dover, including Hendrick Motorsports domination. We also talk about the NDGP and the marvelous round of Romain Grosjean, and then dive into the big news about sliding those numbers on back, as well as Brad Keselowski potentially buying into Roush Fenway Racing. A big news day here and it's going to be a big show on this week's episode of the Fake Racers Podcast. Here's Joe and Davey. Welcome to episode number 30-something of the Fake Racers Podcast. Who cares about numbers? I just keep putting it, it's season one. Episode number. Episode number. Number. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Davy Hazard. I am. And I'm Joe. And he is. And we're here to talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of There's stuff. There's a lot. A lot to happen. There's a, a lot. lot of new. It's a specifically today for some reason. Just <laughs> dump. Just dump. Apparently this week is supposed to be a big news week for NASCAR is what I've heard. So. Well, we you, got two big ones out of the way today. Usually, if I think, if I recall correctly, usually the week before the All-Star race traditionally had a lot of big news, and this is what would traditionally be that weekend before the All-Star race, so, you know. I would think everything would be next week, because everyone's going to be close to home for over a week and a half, mm. you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... Whatever. My life's in shambles. What are we going to do about it? You know, who, you know whose life is not in shambles? Mr. Rickford Hendricks. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Look at you reading the show sheets. Um, Obviously, Dover was this past weekend, and Hendrick Motorsports dominated. Um, Had the four fastest cars by far. Wouldn't you? Would you agree with that? I, I would agree. I yeah. agree. Very much so. Uh, Chase Elliott, you know, had to go to the back because he was cheating too, too uh, hard. Winless. Washed up. Washed up. Alex Bowman, best driver at Hendrick. Correct. I actually do believe that. Woo. Yeah, I know that's a not, hot not, take. Not, not right now. Not right now. Not, not right, right now. now. Not right now. But uh, Larson led the most laps. He decided to choke again, so he and Chase continue to be each other's best friends. Woo. Uh, no, that's it. Pit crew. It, it's Bowman's pit crew is just so fast on that last stop. That wasn't on Larson. He did, He was a good teammate. Didn't, you know. Do what Riley or Ty Gibbs did the day before and bump his teammate out of the way and risk yeah. wrecking a bunch of race cars. But um, you, you, you hate to see it, I think, for Larson's guys. I don't know if I hate to see it for Kyle Larson because he's going to get his fair share of wins this year, it feels like, right? Yeah, um, you would think. You would think. He's been up front. He's been so fast. Doesn't matter where we go. So. I mean, we're we're going to Coda this weekend. That would probably be one where I'm like, nah, he's probably not going to win this one, right? But 600, he'll probably be fast. Um, Michigan, he'll probably dominate that one in August. Yeah. That's down the pipeline. But 
Texas will probably win the All Star race because nobody likes Texas, so of course he'll like oh. it. But um, hey, sorry Eddie Gossage. We're, we can't. We're not, we don't even have time to talk about that. But that was funny. Yeah, but I don't want. I, I don't even want to talk about. It. Bye, Eddie. See ya. <laughs> yep, yep. The the race car drivers are circus animals. Good comparison. All right, move on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, remember yeah. I picked Alex Bowman to win the race last week on Tuesday. We're recording this on a Tuesday too. So, you know, okay. way before everyone. Cool. I just wanted to say that I got it right. Who did I even say last time? Who did uh, I pick? Probably like, I think Kyle Busch. Or I Turex, think I said Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. I mean, that was a good uh, pick. I, yeah, it was a good pick. Let me tell you, my fantasy team went off. I had all of Hendrick in my top five. <laughs> minus William Byron. Oh, dude. I was I was flying. I was flying. Absolutely if, flying. If you play fantasy, you play on the NASCAR site, right? Or on the app or whatever. Yeah, the app, yeah. So... If you haven't used William Byron up yet, because he, he is just this year, it seems like he's just a lock to get a top 10. Mm-hmm. He's been very consistent. And, you know, I think that's probably a, that's a good thing for him. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of us went into this year thinking, OK, he's definitely the worst Hendrick guy. And that chases. <laughs> <laughs> well, may, whoever it may be, because I think Bowman's actually yeah. the farthest back in points, but he's had a lot of problems mechanical problems um but it seems like all these hendrick guys they've all kind of gotten close to mean with each other you know what i mean they've all kind of gotten to a good average and that average is really high right it's top five top ten but they're all up there in their average so that's good to see for hendrick especially because they you know they're one of the only teams that has pretty much full season sponsorship yeah it I you know it makes me wonder if like Chevy in general has maybe found something. I know the two programs are totally different because I've even noticed in recent weeks, um, Junior Motorsports in the Xfinity Series mm-hmm. has just found a new gear uh, the last few weeks. Josh Berry running up front, and obviously Josh Berry is a talented race car driver. Noah Greg Noah Gregson, talented race car driver. Uh, Justin Allgaier again, talented race car driver. But, like, they've just been stupid fast to the level where, you know, they're all running up kind of towards the front, a lot like Hendrick was mm-hmm. on Sunday. So I think maybe Chevy as a camp has found something. Maybe Hendrick and Junior Motorsports with their very loose alliance. It's not even like an alliance. It's just they're, the, they're both Chevy teams. Well, <laughs> like, they're Hendrick's Xfinity team pretty much because I mean, yeah, Rick Hendrick owns the nine car down there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I I think Chevrolet as a whole has been a lot better this year. I mean, look at how well Trackhouse has done. I think did Suarez Suarez end up getting a top ten? I think he did. I think he got a top ten. Yeah. So he 10. got a top ten. Austin Dillon was up inside the top ten. I think he probably finished top fifteen. Tyler Reddick was up inside the top ten. I mean, Chevy as a whole has gotten a lot better. Um, with those programs, with the RCR three cars and then the Hendrick four, because the Trackhouse car is an RCR car. It's prepped out. It's it's the same it's pretty much the same deal as the 21 right 21's Mm. a penske car it's just it's wood brothers um so that's kind of been the thing though right i I think chevrolet as a whole has just gotten better um hate to see the 43 kind of lagging behind everybody because they're kind of that one team that's on the outside looking in it feels like and and ganassi was good too this weekend right kurt bush up inside the top 10 had to drive all the way from the back i think ross got a top 15 so all it seems like all those chevys were up there um Probably bodes well for them with Phoenix being the finale race too, and Martinsville before that if they need a win, and you know you can go down that line of thinking. But yeah, yeah. 
there's a, hmm. a lot of people. I haven't really seen people complain about the race, so I don't know what people are talking about. I think everyone's in their own head. Um, is domination what we want in motorsports? We we've all we've talked. You you have brought this point up, so I want you to take the lead on this. But it's all you've always talked about. Is NASCAR going to be a sport or is it going to be entertainment? Mm-hmm. Is this kind no. of that debate too? Yeah, it's heading there. It's heading there. I mean, we you, you can't keep it a sport, and um, I I don't I don't necessarily say want to say like oh we have to we want domination. I don't think anyone wants domination. But we have to be ready for it, and we have to accept it when it comes. Um, if we want to be a sport, that is. If you want NASCAR to be a sport, if you want it to be, in my opinion, fair, you got to be ready for when a team or a driver or a crew chief or, or whoever it is, or if it's the collective, if it's the manufacturer, um, you got to be ready for when they find something, because they are going to find something, because it's racing, and they always will. Next gen's coming. They're gonna find something. They're gonna find something that works, and one team's gonna hit on it. One team's gonna hit on it early, and it might take the other teams a couple of weeks to to catch up. And we got to be ready for that. If mm. you want it to be a sport, you got to be ready for that. Um, personally, it, the Hendrick domination at Dover, like yes, they were all up front. Yes, they were dominating as a team, but that wasn't really like how I would describe domination in the sense of like a broad term as a, like dominating the sport. Like I, I it just, in my opinion, because I, I think when I think of domination, I think of Lewis Hamilton in F1. Right. I mean, always has a number two driver that, that, you know, usually he gets preferred decision-making over because they have one pit crew and he is usually on a, on a quicker strategy, quicker, you know, he's a quicker driver. He's probably getting because he's the number one driver, even though Mercedes says they're both treated the same. Even he's the number one driver. Straight up, he's the number one driver, so he's getting parts earlier. Like I think of that as domination because Lewis Hamilton is just far and away destroying the field like right. almost every race in F1. Um the four Hendrick cars in a ra- I mean, Kyle Larson and Alex Bowman were pretty close the last little bit of that race. Um William Byron had uh, William Byron finished fourth, right? He had fifth place breathing down his neck within a second, two seconds. Like I, I, you know, that wasn't even like like that. That that kind of domination isn't a, a kind of domination that I think people associate with being the bad kind of domination. But I think I think a lot of people are in their own heads. I saw Jeff Cluck joke about 750 truthers, and I gotta say, it the 750 truthers thing is just as true as the 550 freaking contrarians it's the same thing they're the same people they're the same kind of person they're going to believe that theirs is better and the only reason that people keep saying oh it was not that good is because they want to be contrarian to the people that they the people are annoyed about the 750 people understandably so in some respects they're annoyed about them so they're like uh then the 550 it's all it's all the same it's all annoying it's all it's all just bs but anyway I mean, I've been on the bandwagon of I think this year has been a really good year. I've honestly, there's the only race I I can say I didn't enjoy. Oh, what one was it? I can't even remember what one it was. So obviously, it couldn't have been that bad. But I've enjoyed most of these races. Maybe maybe Atlanta with Larson, but I didn't enjoy the five hundred. Well, but that was a different circumstance. That was <laughs> that was like. Plus, I th- I feel like you know Daytona five hundred, Indianapolis five hundred. Those are like races that you just enjoy because they're so special. 
but we can get into that next week when we're talking Indy 500. Um, yes, yes, yes. I think that 750 Truthers thing is a big deal because honestly, was this last week? From if you look at talk about those Jeff Gluck polls, right? If you look at Dover races, this is one of the higher Dover races. Now we ran this same package a bunch of times before, with honestly, in my opinion, better races, and they scored lower. You know what I mean? So it. It's just that influx of, okay, it's 750. Uh, the drivers, I always see, the oh, I like seeing the drivers have to drive the cars, and I love it when the drivers like what they're driving. And I, I get that. And if that's what you like, and that's what you're going to tell yourself you like and why you like the racing, fine. But if you get into that mindset, and it comes a day where all these younger guys that have grown up in trucks... And all of a sudden, they say they enjoy driving 450 horsepower, big spoiler, big splitter on the front. Are you still going to have that same sentiment? If I, I also have a problem. I have a problem with this whole pole thing. I have a problem with people having a problem with it. Yeah. Because no one had a problem when we were having absolutely terrible races with the high downforce small engine package. I mean, terrible races that were saved by restarts, getting mm -hmm. 70, 80, 90 percent yes, yes votes in the Jeff Gluck poll. Mm -hmm. I thought I, I to the point to where I thought NASCAR was like boosting the vote. Like I was like <laughs> convinced there's no way some of those races had the votes that they had. And yet now all of a sudden, because we had a 75 percent yes vote for a Dover race, which in my opinion, I thought it was a fine race. Yeah, and I, I'm, no, I'm biased because I like Dover. Yeah. But like. All of a sudden, it's a big problem, and, and Jeff Gluck's out here questioning the validity of the poll that he created. What are you doing? What are you talking about? I just think I just think it's silly. I don't disagree that the 750 thing is a big deal and that it's real. I just disagree with the, everything. With blaming I, I disagree that. With people ignoring the previous two years of just stupidity in that poll in the first place. I, I hate that poll. I hate that poll at this point. It, it doesn't tell us anything. Yeah, and I think... Well, it just goes back to if, if you like 750 and it could be a guy wins the race by 15 seconds, you're still going to vote yes because you like 750. And if I like 550 and the guy wins the race by 15 seconds and there's no passing, the same with what you would have had. And you and I vote yes. Well, I'm only voting because I like 550. Like you have to when you watch these races and it's so hard as, as human beings in general to remove our bias. Right. That's just such yeah. a hard thing to do. You, we, I remember in, in high school, we were taught, even if, you know, if this is a journalist that is very unbiased, and there's still bias in there. Find it, find it, find it. Um, and this is that glaring example of, okay, you're biased towards this because you have this mindset. You're going to go on there. You're going to spout out about what you want, how you think things are. That's great. But you do have to realize there's people with the opposite mindset, right? And that's just as a society what we've done wrong in the last, you know, six, seven, eight years. We kind of just forgot that, hey, we can disagree and do it peacefully. Um, you know, cause I, I just feel like a lot of people that there's also the, the comment that, oh, you're stupid if you like 550. You like high downforce. You're stupid if you like that. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what real racing is. Go watch races in the 90s. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there, there's, but there's going to be crackpots on both sides. So that's that's not trying to single anyone out because mm -hmm. uh, I, you never know who's listening. But um, you know, I, you just got to watch. You got to watch what you say. You got to watch your biases when you're talking about stuff. When you're voting on stuff, if you're gonna 
think that it's a, a real poll, right? I, we talked about this last week off air. I'm on the NASCAR. I do the NASCAR fan council surveys and they are bad. Like, no, yeah. they're not great, but I try to answer them as truthfully as I can. Even if, you know, everyone else out there is going to vote tens on everything for this weekend, even though it definitely was not going to. It's the only reason this race is memorable is because of that Hendrick <laughs> one, two, three, four. That's the only reason. Because it, it hasn't been done. Everyone, they're going to vote 10, 10, 10, 10, unpredictability because, oh, this is what I want. You know, again, I think it goes back to racetracks. I think it goes back to the splitter being a terrible thing for race cars, but at least oval track race cars. But I digress. Um, We got to move on, though, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And that was about 15 minutes. There's a lot going on. Indy GP, we can go through this one quick. If you'd like, we can take some time. Uh, Whatever you feel. Uh, It was a great GP. Holy good gravy. It was was fun. Um, Romain Grosjean, man, oh, man. Dude, what a drive. Also. Came out of that weekend with probably the motorsports photo of the year. Did you see that? I did. The photo of his burned hand and holding the trophy. Me too. Easily motorsports photo of the year. Uh, one of the best ones I've ever seen. Until he wins. Uh, big story behind it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's going to win. There's no way he doesn't. That yep. was an incredible performance. Um, even better by one Reynes VK. Yes. That was quite, it was also a very good performance. I mean, really stuck it to him. Um, and he was genuine. I mean, he was genuinely ecstatic to win, and I love that. He was so happy. Cool. It always warms my heart. And I forgot to mention this. Anytime Alex Bowman's won, he's genuinely happy. You know, I think he's a little more tame. But, like, you love to see that in race car. Yeah, whatever, Davey. Um, he I won think his so. first race, and he looked bored. <laughs> well. And I'll, be, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of, like, it's probably something to do with anxiety, and that's fine. I love Alex Bowman. To death, he, he's he's a really cool guy, but uh, he's rising up my chart. It's, it's not always it's not always easy if you're not trained. If you don't know what anxiety looks like, it's hard to see the excitement that he feels. Because you can tell, you could tell, especially with Dover this past weekend, he, he was he was able to kind of show it a little yeah. more. But yeah, Renus was and his mom, his mom and dad were there, oh, uh, which was awesome. I, or I, it I might have just been his dad. But I know they showed his dad. I can't remember if his mom was there from. He's from Sweden or Finland. I believe Sweden. Okay, so they were there. So that was really awesome. I mean, you could talk about too. Last year there was involved in so many incidents throughout the year. Uh, had kind of had a bad rap coming into this year. Indie testing in um what was it March wrecked first five laps out there wrecked the the primary. Um. So, you know, he's probably he felt like he let his team down and just to put together that run was awesome. But it's Indianapolis. I don't care. Oh, it's not the Oval. It's still Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, It's still a big deal to win there. And um, what a drive. What a drive. Also, the points championships really tight right now, too. I think Dixon's got like a nine point, 18 point lead somewhere in there uh, over Polo and Double points for no, the 500. It's it's going to be fun. I, I have I have absolutely no faith in anyone catching Scott Dixon. Well, you know, I'm going to hope. It looked like he was going to have a bad run, and then he rebounded. It was like, come on. Yeah. But yeah. Weird. I, weird weird <laughs> that he rebounded. I almost, it's almost like everyone saw it coming. Um, <laughs> shut up. But, uh, yeah, it's it's really good, and it's really great. And um, I hope I hope to see Rojan win there in August because I'll be there and that would be the next best thing to a, a Penske winning. Hmm. 
For me, at least. For me. <laughs> but, let's move on. Slash! How do you like numbers, David? Do you like numbers? Are you good with numbers? Numbers are alright. Stick them on the window. Yeah? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I so, think it'd be pretty cool. So, remember a few weeks ago, I don't remember if we talked about it, reportedly the RTA went to Nielsen, uh, hey, investigate you know, what kind of value we can get for sponsors on our race cars by moving our numbers back. Um, I hope they looked into other things because I, there's a lot of posts out there that show you that, you know, maybe moving them forwards a little bit better because then you have more space altogether. Mm -hmm. uh, moving them back, it, it, it really is dependent on the teams and what the sponsor is. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember Eric Almarola's car, his all-star car. I remember. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't remember. It was such a solid. Um, keep talking while I try to find it. Yeah, I personally, personally, in my humble opinion, um, numbers should go on the windows. We're gonna do this whole sponsorship space thing. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. I don't understand why we're pussyfooting around trying to oh, move the numbers back, but don't change the size. Move them forward! Move them forward! If we're gonna move them, don't move the numbers! I want my cars to look like they always have! I don't care. Put them on the windows. Yeah. Change it up. We're moving on. You can still have numbers. Numbers can still be cool. But just put them on the windows. You can see it. It's Not awful. It's genuinely well. awful. But... Like you got Smithfield. It's so bad. Like the camera quality's not the greatest. You got, you got Smithfield. Smithfield. I can't see it. Smithfield. I can't see either of those. Well, and it's not even your fault. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. Um. We're talking about sponsorship space, and we're not doing the thing. And we're that not would using the it. Most space. Yeah, they're not even using it. It's dumb. Oh it's dumb. well, it'll it'll let us sell to more sponsors. BS on that, Shut first up. off. Shut RTA. up. RTA. Sell more sponsors, Gotta... yeah. Like all that all that fantastic space that you got where the contingencies used to go. What were you going to do with that? Oh, that's right. You're doing nothing with it now. Stupid. Literally, Xfinity teams could do could do more with that space because they, usually, they accept those smaller sponsorships. At least the smaller teams, right? Rick Ware Racing, Spire has done an awesome job with it to their credit. Um... You know, you think about JTG, they've had all their sponsorship woes, especially with the 37. They are, they don't always use the space very well. Uh, you can, <laughs> they're, they're not. JTG cars have been awful this year. Paint scheme wise, paint scheme wise. They've been good this yeah, year, yeah. driver and speed wise, but. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm, I'm talking purely the, the eye, the eyesight. Yeah, factor. Uh, you know, and it's funny. Unironically, the best car that that uh, they ran this <laughs> season is the gradient car that everyone pooped on. I think it's the best one. Uh, it's not. It didn't look anything like it was meant to look. It was an awful throwback because it Priest, didn't throw back to anything. I think Priest has had some better cars than that, but I, and don't yeah. forget, they had the best car at the All Star race last year with Priest's Energizer car. That was the best car at the all-star race. Fair. It was. Um, it so, was nice. so maybe they know what they're doing. I don't know. But uh yeah, I'd rather have the numbers move forward. Because I, I just think if it you gets, gotta move them. If you gotta move them, I don't think you have to move them. I really I don't think you have to move them. The numbers the identifier, right? The numbers the identifier, not the 
And now we're going to like move it. And granted, it's not like it's it's you can't see it. And the big thing is the roof more so than the sides. But I don't mind. I agree that numbers are the identifier. But if we're if we got to move the numbers, I guess I guess up front wouldn't be bad. But like, I hate this, thing, like moving it to the back and making it small. Just if at this at that point, just stick the number on the window. Let's just change the direction then. Mm hmm. Make it about the driver. I mean, we can still have cool numbers. It can still be a. We can still care about numbers. It's just going to be on the window. Like, or just let the teams uh, put the number wherever they want, as long as it's on the side and it's a certain size. There you go. Bada that boom. too. Bada boom. Number is not uniform. I can already hear like a million people screaming about it. I just know. Oh. <laughs> this stupid debate. You know what's funny is like I don't even have an actual. I I don't have a strong opinion on it. Like it you looks just find it, it stupid. Like, I just, it's just uh, all of it, every every bit of it, every bit of that argument. Every everyone who participates in the argument, I think I I don't think that the people who participate in the argument are stupid. I just think it's like, like what? What's the point? Like, what are we really gonna do? We've been yelling at him about it for like three years, and we're still probably gonna do it anyway. <laughs> like we've been telling them about it. We've been saying no, no, don't do it, and then we're like, okay, let's keep let's well, let's just do it because uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's. Look at Whatever. the, the RTA being tone deaf. Where have I seen that before? <laughs> Charters? Uh, that's that's a big conundrum. And now we have the new car. Gestures which... wildly at everything the RTA has ever done. I mean, Charter System's the whole reason we have to worry about Rick Ware racing. Right? I mean, a team like that. <laughs> we have to worry about them. <laughs> we do, though. <laughs> we, do, we do, we do. I mean, those cars sometimes, they're not the greatest of cars at all the time, and that's not thats not a fault of anyone that works there. You nope. know what I mean? That's not anyone that works there, not the drivers. It all comes down to budget and how much money is being put into those cars, and we're pretty dang sure by now that there's not a lot of money being put into those cars. Um... I think this. I think back. I always and people always talk. Oh, bad NASCAR with the package last year, keeping the high downforce. Reason why they had to keep it, like they had to keep it, was because teams objected to them changing it with the idea that this we were only going to use the car for one more year. Mm -hmm. It was the teams that objected, not NASCAR. NASCAR was ready to make the switch back. It was like, okay, we failed. You know what? We'll admit we failed. Let's change it on back. But the teams were like, no, it's going to cost too much. And then pandemic hits. And well, now we're running this car again for an extra year. So what did they do? Okay, let's switch it up because we know that sucks. So, I don't know. But, uh, you, you know. Numbers, 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 numbers. Gotta love the RTA. Mm -hmm. I almost bought, I'm going to buy that RTA hat, man. I'm gonna look like such a bootlicker. Remember, I, I, oh. I went to the RTA website and they had an RTA and it was like a dad hat. <laughs> it just had like the embroidered RTA race team alliance. <laughs> I'm just gonna buy it, wear it around Indy or Michigan in August. Uh, uh. Um, slide the numbers back, Joe. Slide the numbers back. This I'm okay. I'm I don't care. Honestly, at this point, they're gonna do whatever they want. They've already. Kinda... I'd like to care, and if it changes, I'm gonna be like, ah, it sucks, but. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What the hell are you gonna do? Cry about it? Like, come mm -hmm. on. What are you gonna do? Cry? But here we are. Here we are. Speaking of teams and race teams and ownership, uh, bombshell news today. Big boy. Big I'm boy scared. I'm I'm really scared. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, apparently, Roush Fenway Racing has made an offer to Brad Keselowski, who's a free agent after this offseason, or after this season. Um, I got it right, eventually. To become a part, to gain ownership in the team, and also to come drive the number six car. Huh. What's your first thought? Wow. <laughs> Genuinely, I read that and I was like, kind of gobsmacked. I couldn't, I was like, Especially when I saw that Adam Stern was reporting it, I was like, oh. So it's real. Oh, that's that's probably going to happen. Yep. And we got loose confirmation. It seems to be the media, people in the media, people on the insides understanding that this deal is done. That Brad Kozlowski is going to take this position. Um, yeah, that's a big one. I'm not surprised. Does a lot for silly season. It does. Cause... Does a lot for, there's a lot of, going to be a lot of moving around at Penske possibly. What does it do for Newman and or Busher? Busher stays. He's been There's better no this Busher year. Um, he's been, he was better last year. I, I honestly think Newman retires. If he can't, if he can't get into a, a Roush level car or better, he's re- retire. It's okay. It's okay to admit that you're done. I mean, you outlasted mm. Jimmy by a year. You came into the cup series together. Technically. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I also don't see Ryan Newman hanging it up. I think if he can find competitive no. rides anywhere, he's going to find he's going to run those rides. Right. Well, and I think Ryan Newman also helps improve a team. Hmm. I mean, we saw that with RCR. I think RCR was getting better. And I think in part that was due to Newman um, after Harvick left. And you kind of had that you lost that face of the franchise type deal. Right. Um, and then you saw when he went to Roush, he made the playoffs with Roush. Not winning a race, but he made the playoffs, and then he was in position at the Roval to advance on to the next round, as Ryan Newman does. He's consistent, and I think that's a good trait for teams, and it's probably going to be a good thing with the um, having to use the chassis, you know, only having seven cars. But um, there's also, I, I saw it somewhere, apparently Keselowski was supposed to do the Texas test a few weeks ago for Penske. They put Blaney in instead. Or they, they last minute pulled Keselowski, put Blaney in. Um, didn't realize that. Never saw that that was announced. So, um, that's a bummer. My my first thought was, and if that was the case, I'm assuming the case is that this won't happen. My first thought was, okay, he's going to go buy into Roush, and then they're going to solidify an alliance between Roush and Team Penske. Mm -hmm. Then you got to remember Jack Roush is over there. And Jack Roush will never admit that his team isn't a top-tier team, like a Team Penske, like a Joe Gibbs Racing, a Hendrick Motorsports, a Stuart Haas Racing, despite their struggles this year. They're not at that level. They haven't been at that level for some time, since Carl Edwards left, since even probably before that. Yeah. Um. So, if that's not the case, and you're having Kozlowski come in to kind of head the competition, MIDI type stuff at the team is what it sounds like. It sounds like he's going to be able to have more input into setups, into the cars, what the team does, invests in. Um, Because we know Kozlowski, he ran his truck team right and ran it well, closed down, he ran it well. He did. I'm just salty. I know. Um, That that wasn't his fault. That was Penske. Just so we're aware. (laughs) Um, Anyone who's not aware, uh, big Park Kligerman fan right here. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd the door go? It's still over here. I just need to. I can't. I don't feel comfortable hanging it up. You don't want it to fall on your head. I don't want it to fall or rip the wall off. 
So That's fair. It's just kind of sitting over here right now. But um, ran that truck team very well. Built it from the ground up. Um, did a really good job with it. Closed it down after 2017. That's the correct number. Um, I believe because Cooper Standard and Draw Tight, they were leaving, so they just weren't going to have the funding into the next year. Um, also, they had gotten Ford's two prospects a year in the truck series, and that's probably all. There, Ford doesn't have a lot in their pipeline still. <laughs> uh, we, we we talked about that, right? We talked about them focusing on quality over quantity. Um, so he's done this before. He's run a team, albeit a truck team. We've seen Denny Hamlin. Honestly, 2311 has been more of a success than people will give it credit for. Yep. Um, just from an activation Great. standpoint, especially, and a marketing standpoint. Because um, you look at a team like Live Fast, who are pretty much the same thing and brand new team. Uh, they have some sponsors, but they don't get the marketing stuff. And Trackhouse has done a great job with marketing, too. Um, Trackhouse has done a really good job. Kind of gone under the radar because of the addition of 2311. But yeah, you're right. Trackhouse has done a really good job. So you, you got to compare those two things. And people will say, well, it's a fifth Gibbs car. Well, no, it's, I mean, kind of, but no. Because it's not it's not the same as like the Wood Brothers car being prepared in the Penske shop, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it's not that level because that would be very bad. NASCAR would say no. Um, no. <laughs> but that's been the thing, right? Um, these drivers wanting to get into ownership roles, and if that's what Kozlowski wants to do, I think he can be successful at it. It cements his legacy is something that I saw. I read Bob Procris's article that came out about 30 minutes before we started recording um, about how this would be something that would cement his legacy. I don't really think he has anything left to cement his legacy. I don't think he needs to go do this. I think he wants to go do it is the thing. Mm -hmm. And he's been one to talk about how driver salaries have gone down um, because more and more young drivers are coming up with more money and are willing mm -hmm. to take a smaller contract from the team. Um, and bring in more sponsorship themselves, despite their uh, lack of experience or skill, whatever it may be, um, compared to some of the other cup guys, right? So, that, I wouldn't be surprised. Sounds like, like you said, it's true. So, I don't know. I'm sad as a Kislowski fan, though, because I gotta, mm. got all this two crap everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Penske. I like Team Penske. I love Roger Penske and what he's built. and. You know, probably all of a sudden Ryan Blaney's my number one over there, or Matty D, but it'll suck to see Kozlowski leave that team after all the success. What do you think had. happens to the two car? I would suspect Cindric would go to the two and DiBenedetto would just stay in the 21. Because I, I, I think they can do that. I, I, I saw, well, tell them what your opinion on it is, what they should do well, if that is, if they keep both those drivers. Like, I, I this is not going to be a surprise to anybody. I feel like a broken record at this point. Uh, Matt Benedetto is a proven cup competitor and a car that is technically a Penske car. It's Penske prepared, but I still don't believe it's as good as the other three Penske cars. I mean, it just, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, Ryan Blaney, everyone goes nuts over Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney is doing fantastic with Penske now, but Penske or um, Blaney in the same situation with Will Brothers didn't, I mean, outside of the wind, didn't really have an outstanding couple of seasons. I mean, the win was great, but Matt Benedetto has performed better. So I believe Matt Benedetto should slot into the cup ride and Austin Sindrick should take a couple seasons to humble himself in the 21 car 
with Wood Brothers. I think that would be number one, a good move for Penske. Number two, a good move for Austin Sindrick because Austin Sindrick needs to be humbled. I don't care. I don't care what everyone says. I don't care what you say. Austin Sindrick needs to take a chill pill. He needs to, 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 to bring it in. He needs to relax. And learn how to race without hitting people. But Calm people down. like that. I always see people love that Rubens racing, and now we hate the guy for doing it. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's a little hypocritical. I I'm hate just... everybody that does it. I'm not everybody. No, I, I know, not you. Not you. That. Not you. But I've seen people. It's the same thing with like a Joey Logano. Like I, I don't hate Joey Logano because of the way he races. I hate him because he's he, he's very uh, he can contradict himself mm-hmm. almost at times, right? I hate I hate that when people do that. Um, mm-hmm. but I just think it would be a good move for Austin Cindric to. Oh. Like I said, to humble himself and drive in the 21 car, you know, get get a relationship with the Wood Brothers and, and establish himself as the cup driver. And if at that, excuse me, if at that point he's passing with flying colors, then we move him into Penske and Matt Benedetto can work out from there. But Matt, De- Matt Benedetto has earned himself a top cup team ride. Mm-hmm. He has. Sorry. The stats prove it. Yep. We look at Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney is a talented race car driver. Do I think he needs to improve still? And I think he has this season. Yes. But Matt Benedetto is already performing better than him in the same ride. Blaney went to the um, round of eight both years. He was in the 21 full-time. That's fun. That's cool. He had an average finish of 18th in his best year there. Okay, that's fair. Matt Benedetto has... has I, I forget what it was, but it's a few positions better than that. And even this year with his woes, I think he's better than that. I'll even check right now. But, I mean, that's the thing, though. I... I Tim Sindrick runs Team Penske. Um, oh no, trust me. I understand that the next is going to happen. <laughs> I know. I think Don't get me wrong. It depends on sponsorship too, right? It depends on because there's a lot of people pointing, oh, maybe Discount Tire leaves the two car and goes with Kozlowski because that's been such a strong relationship between those two. Um, so maybe they go over to the six and it helps the Roush as a whole with funding. Um, supposedly Roush has a, it's Wednesday, so we'll see if this, it, this will probably come out tomorrow on Wednesday, Wednesday night. Um, man, oh man, if the tomorrow's the, ends up being the announcement where, uh, where yeah. it's announced that, uh, you know, Kozlowski's gonna buy on to the team, we will have a lot of egg on our face, but. Okay, so for reference, real quick, just wanna yep. get this out here, for anyone who's doubting me, um. 2016 and 2017, those were Ryan Blaney's years with the Wood Brothers full-time in the Cup Series, yes? Yep. Average, average finishes both seasons, 18.5 and 17.3. Matt Benedetto last year, 14.8. Um, currently has a 17.3 with all the problems he've had, he's had this year, currently equaling Ryan Blaney's best average finish in a full season. Pretty Just good. saying. Just saying. That's he's missing good. a win, but the win is coming, in my opinion. I think the win is coming. Yeah, he's going to win this year at some point. He's too good, and the team's too good to not win a race. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of the Matt DiBenedetto slander. I don't think anyone's slandering him. Am I slandering him? Do you think I'm slandering him? No, not you. Not you. Are there people slandering him? Yes. Yeah, people are like, Matt DiBenedetto hasn't done anything in the 21 car. He hasn't done anything at all. Oh, I'm sorry, NASCAR ruled that he pushed Denny Hamlin 100 feet under the double yellow line. Like, yeah, it's his fault. But yeah, I just, I'm not even, like, I'm not even a Matt DiBenedetto fan. He didn't I don't even, even he, like him. He didn't do that. Pushed Denny Hamlin 100 feet below the start finish. Hamlin went down the cord. What? 
Um, yeah, I'm not even a Matt Benedetto fan. I just, I, I look, use your eyes, do some research, pay attention. He's running better in the Wood Brothers 21 than Ryan Blaney did. That program's probably a little bit better now too, though you'd have to think. Okay. I would. I would want to look at Pierre. You know what Pierre is? Oh, I see people tweet about it. That would I be. know it's good. That's so that averages out your equipment versus your run. So like if you're Eric mm-hmm. Jones and you finish tenth, uh you'd probably have it for that race, you'd probably have a similar peer rating to like Chase Elliott who finishes third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So you know. That would be something to look at too, if how those ratings have changed, at least for the, the handicap that Wood Brothers would put on a on a driver or a driver. Um Blaney was driving for the team and Palmenard was at the team as well. And what did Palmenard do? Absolutely well, no. you know, but we love Palmenard. Paul's we back. Like Palmenard. I He's like back. Palmenard. Palmenard is back. He's Fun little news, back, news tidbit. <laughs> um, here, let me look up. No, oh, now I got to look up Palmenard. Right no, now. it's probably not good. Do. So nope. we're just not going to nope. go there. Nope. We're going to do it. We're going to do um, it. He was. What, what, what seasons was he there? Uh, 18. It was 18, 19. Wasn't he there? 18, yeah. 19. He did one 18, year in 19. the in the Mustang and one year. 18, 19. What's his? Is it better than Blaney's? <laughs> better than Blaney. <laughs> so I I think that might help prove my theory of the equipment and team was getting better and better too. I mean, but even the the year directly after, yeah, uh, is the it... year directly after it was like nineteenth, and so that's only a position worse. I mean, half it's half a position worse than than Blaney yeah. ran. And we would say Blaney is a lot better driver than Paul Menard. So yeah, I get what you're saying. So. Uh, true. Don't be like that, Davey. Um, <laughs> back to Kozlowski. My big thing, uh, there when Bubba Wallace was uh, leaving RPM, there was the big thing. It finally you know, it broke that, oh, he had kind of ownership in the team. He had a stake in the ownership group. Um, so I wonder if Kozlowski's deal is kind of like that, where maybe it's not necessarily he's a, like, a big wig on the team, but getting that ownership is a way of payment. So that way, like, you know, team does good, I get more money. Um, where it's more incentive based than having a salary week in, week out, like you traditionally have. Yep, Brad Kozlowski confirmed greedy. Well, I mean, what? I'm kidding. I know. Vibing. Vibing. Having fun. Brad Kozlowski, man, what a guy, what a dude, doing that, all that stuff, man. Dude, if he, if if that team comes back. Oh my goodness! If Roush is all of a sudden dominant, has five cars by twenty thirty or something <laughs> stupid like again, it's just a cycle. It's just a cycle. Um, on to the circle. On to the circle. That's a good pl- segue. Look at you, Circle Beat Icast. Uh, of course, folks, they're the best place to get all your NASCAR related merchandise. Make sure you use code JTN at checkout for free shipping on your order of twenty dollars or more. Davey and I have our picks for the week. Davey, you go on first. I always go first, man. Do you want um, me to go first, then? No. Ryan Blaney. He's first. Ryan Blaney. Speaking of Ryan Blaney, speaking of the man, the myth, the legend that is Ryan Blaney, uh, he's got a Menards hat. He's got a Menards color block hat. Looks kind of throwbacky. Um, looks dope, as the kids would say. I think it looks pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool to wear Darlington next year, sport your Blaney gear. It's going to be a shame he's going to be in the two car. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, God. <laughs> he's 
code JTN. You don't got to buy anything else. It's already twenty one ninety five. Go ahead and get Damn. that. Use code JTN. Free shipping. It's going to ship to you immediately because guess what? It's in stock as well. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. I think it looks okay. I think it's neat. And uh, good way to support JTN is to get yourself a neat hat. That saves you $5 pretty much on shipping automatically. So bada bing, bada boom. Like, we're saving you money. So go get some cool. Uh, they got a lot of cool hats on there too. So um, I'm a big, big hat guy. Big hat guy. I think I've wore a hat for every single one of these. I hate my hair, but here we are. Even though I got good hair, I've been told. Uh, my pick is because uh, I was really excited to see if this would actually be offered, and it will be. It's a Hendrick F- Motorsports four car set uh, commemorating this past weekend's race at Dover with the one, two, three, four finish, since it's only the fourth time it's ever been done. Um, it's going to come in this cool uh, plastic box, so that way um, you can kind of just display it on the shelf. You don't have to take it out of anything in the packaging. You'll be able to see the cars on there. I'm assuming they'll be screwed down to the base. It's going to be really cool. And plus, it's the same price as if you were to buy all the cars separately. So, I mean, it's pretty good. And it'll most likely get made because it's Hendrick Motorsports and it has a Chase Elliott car in it. So, <laughs> I mean, pre-order. Pre-order, that's the big thing. I've been doing all these diecast reviews, Davey. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I look, by the time the review comes out, the 164s are already gone. That's why you have to pre-order. I will urge you to pre-order these things. Um... Because that guarantees you'll get it. It's the same thing with like a video game, right? You pre-order a video game to make sure that you get it on time. You don't have to pay anything until it, they get it in stock and they're ready to ship it to you. So, you know, you pre-order something, maybe something comes up, medical bills, you're going back to school and all of a sudden you can't afford it. Um, maybe you have to buy a, buy the girlfriend something nice for her birthday because you screwed something up a couple weeks before. You don't have the money? Well, you can cancel it. That's okay. But pre-order it to make sure you get it, if you can get it. I don't know where I went with that. That was a dumb example, but here we are. Relationship advice with Joe Tulansky. <laughs> Just be nice. It's, it's, it's not that hard. But um, <laughs> I got a shirt that says that. Love that shirt. Um, But yeah, head on over to Circuit Diecast. You can pick either of those up. Link to the si- their site, and then our two picks is in the video description below if you're on YouTube. Or also just head over to Circuit Diecast. Search Hendrick Motorsports 4 Car Set for what I picked. Davey, what was the hat called exactly? It's color block. Ryan Blaney, uh, Menards color block hat. Okay. Like so. I said it. I said it. I, said I just, it. I could, I was trying to tie it all in at the end of the segment because we're going to move on to our next segment. Whoa. Segments. Segments. Stages. Segment. 13 segments in the All-Star race. Yeah, let's go, baby. Uh, segments. Speaking of segments. Indy 500 uh, qualifying <laughs> is this weekend and you should watch it. Woo! Um, because it is fast nine, especially on Sunday. Unfortunately, it's during the cup race at Coda, so that is uh big <laughs> sad. Coda's gonna be ratings bad because everyone's gonna be watching Fast Nine. Because guess what? It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Qualifying's exciting, no matter what people say. Remember our uh, live stream for the Daytona 500 qualifying? That did really mm-hmm. well because qualifying is exciting, not because people thought we were live streaming the qualifying event. Nope. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely not. I remember watching Marco Andretti last year and watching that five lap run. And I think he ne- he needed like oh, he needed like a tenth or two tenths of a mile per hour on his last lap. And just watching, just watching that lap. And it's such a Indy, cool thing. Any 500 qualifying is not something that can be replicated anywhere else in the world with any form of motorsport. There's no 
There's no form of qualifying, or in my opinion, sometimes even racing that's more intense and means more and is more um, visceral than those moments, those laps. It is such a intense and historic moment. Every single, every single lap, every single car that goes by, every driver. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into the Indy, 5, Indy 500. I, I, I always get really like emotional about the Indy 500 because it's just such a big deal. It's way bigger than a race. Every driver that goes through the month of May will tell you that it's the biggest thing they've ever been a part of. Um, take, take some time out of your Sunday. If you are a NASCAR fan and you're going to watch Coda, take some time out of that Coda race and watch Fast 9. Watch, watch IndyCar qualifying as much as you can of it and, and just drink it in. Get two TVs. That's, that's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. You just got to drink it in. You got you to gotta let it happen. It's, it's so good. Two TVs, put the qualifying on the TV you got the sound up on. Because the Coda race, I you agree. can watch it. It's fine. It I won't, agree. It, Coda will still be gone by the time Fast 9's over. Um, yeah, it's going to be really quick. Uh, today was uh, obviously opening practice. Uh, make a pick, Davey. Who, who's, who's getting the poll? Honor Daily. All right. I like it. Probably won't happen, but I like it. Like Honor it. Daily. Uh, I'm going to go with Joseph Newgarden because, I don't know. Got a feeling. Plus, I've been pretty good at this picking thing. You you picked the right winner once. Hey, I still I'm pretty impressed because that one that one was a lot of thinking. Listen, Took me I've a lot some, of thinking. Listen, Alex Bowman, that's a decent one. I've thrown out some bangers. The Ryan Priest. The pick Ryan Priest Bristol one Dirt. was good. Bristol Dirt. Woo! <laughs> Man. Now imagine if I, I would have picked pick. Daniel Suarez for that one. Yeah, Woo. I would have beat you up or something. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even keeping track. I don't even know why we even care. Yeah, we're not. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> um, we like to have fun, but yeah, watch Fast Nine. It's it's the most thrilling thing. That's really something I want to go to. Uh, even oh, I've been to an Indy Five Hundred. Such a great experience. I I almost want to just go to qualifying one year. I don't even care about like the race is like a zoo. I would do that some other time. I want to go to qualifying more than I want to go to the race. Hundred percent. Let's go this weekend. Uh, I already I already got a bunch. Of, I already got a bunch of trips. Man. I can't. <laughs> can't. I can't Next do it year. anymore. Next year we'll make a trip plan. Next week are we going to have a very IndyCar specific podcast for the uh, preparation of the? No, because we still got the Coke Six Hundred, and I'm pretty sure most of the people that watch this are probably NASCAR. So, all right, we'll try to split That's it fine. half and half as much as we can. Because mm-hmm. the Indy 500 is the biggest race of the year, um, it's the most prestigious Ooh, race just, in the world. You just pissed off like ten F1 fans. I don't. Monaco can Monaco away. I don't know. I agree. Monaco is Monaco is up there, but it's, it's nowhere a, close. Indianapolis 500 is way up here. I mean, I, I don't. They, I probably made a lot of NASCAR fans angry too. It's fun. Daytona 500 is right behind the Indy 500, but. Everyone, everyone watches the Indianapolis 500, even if they're not motorsports mm-hmm. fans. So exactly, can't always say exactly. that about the Daytona 500. Speaking of Daytona 500, uh, Coda NASCAR uh, taking their first. What? This is like I don't know. That was I had a segue somehow. NASCAR Coda Daytona 5. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't own a segue. I kind of want a segue because it'd be kind of cool. Like right around on like call it a swagway. Swagway. Wagway. All right, let's let's get let's get these entry lists um, up here. Do we even know what to expect though? Uh, turn one is going to be stupid. Um, trucks are going to be stupid. Uh, we already saw Daytona, the road course at Daytona. That was just a 
disaster of a race. Darlington was a disaster of a race. Um. Yeah. Uh, Paul Menard's in the truck race. He is. I wouldn't pick him to win though. <laughs> Um, I, I'm Pretty gonna go, cool. truck race would have to be if you're gonna earmark somebody, probably Sheldon Creed. He's probably gonna. I think he probably starts up close up on pole. Was that who you you were gonna pick? No. Who are you gonna pick? Who did I forget that I didn't that I should have picked? You didn't forget anybody. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that that'd probably be the that's probably like the odds-on favorite would be Sheldon. I'm Creed. gonna go with I'm gonna go with the uh, the Henderson Motorsports entry of oh. the 75 of Parker Quickerman. Okay. All right. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> Gotta make sure he qualifies now. Because remember, we have qualifying. It's Parker Clearman. I mean, he didn't, uh, he didn't qualify for Daytona, though. Yeah, but they had a... And, and uh, they, they had, did. They were, they were, yeah, they were they down a, they something. They were down yeah. bad. Also, Parker Clearman, you know, the guy that wiped the floor with Alexander Rossi in lower formula cars. Yeah, you know. Not hey, like he's good at road courses or anything. That Alexander Rossi guy's pretty good. He's all right. Oh. I've, I've heard he's all right. Okay. I think he's won. I, I think know. he won an Indy 500. Did he? That's was that weird. the one I was I there for? Was I? Huh. That was like the worst one to be there for Indy 500 because like we didn't we don't have we don't own scanners and I'm not paying a hundred dollars to run a scanner and I have no idea what's going on because by that time you know the cars are pretty spread out around the track so you can't really hear the PA and we were on the viewing mounds there off of turn two. Yep. Uh, and walking through the infield and stuff because we were just exploring during the race because just there for the time mm -hmm. for the experience and uh, yeah, that was weird. And then, I, then I think for like the last ten laps, we sat in front of one of the TV. We like stood in front of one of the TVs right at the exit tunnel for the track. So right when the race was over, we left because everything gets done on the front stretch. But anyways, yeah. uh, Xfinity because I just went off topic again for the nine billionth time. Uh, it's AJ Allmendinger, Austin Sindrick. Right. Okay, let's let's not pick those. Yeah, but they're fun. I want to be let's right. Let's not do it. Kyle Busch. Let's, let's change it up. Kyle Busch, Cole um, Custer, Kevin Harvick. Huh. Justin Haley. I got I, I got my pick. Okay, who yeah, you picking? Oh, uh, I'll go first this time. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Andy Lally. That's a good one. Is he? He's you in the it. 23, right? Yep, he's or in the OWR. Our. Our. our whatever. Oh, I, if I got, I'm gonna go off the reservation, right? I gotta go off the reservation for this one. Yeah. 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 No Cindric or Almondinger. No Cup guys either. You can do a Cup guy. Cole Custer. The solid pick. Rick Ware Racing gonna get their first ever Xfinity Series <laughs> win this weekend with Cole <laughs> Custer. Remember when he drove a Rick Ware car too in Cup that year before he started? He drove it a couple of times. You know, Rick Ware right. Racing Cup. I got my I got my Cup pick. All right, go ahead. Denny Hamlin. Yeah, that's it. Denny Hamlin's honestly underrated on the road courses. He is, and this seems like a race he would win. I don't know why. Austin, yeah. Texas. It just kind of, I don't know, something about it fits. So me. Hamlin is one of the guys that is really, 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 really detail sim, all that type of stuff oriented compared to some of these other guys. We only have 50 minutes of practice. We have practice, but it's only 50 minutes. It's going to be cooler, most likely, because it's in the morning. Saturday morning is cup practice. Um, and I would, ex and there's thunderstorms and rain expected. And, but I, Hamlin's a really good pick. Not going to pick chase or true X. Cause those are probably the two that are the favorites. Um, if we got to go again, go off a little bit, Matt to Benedetto. Ooh, 
spicy. That's spicy. He's not, he's not too bad at these road courses. Chase Briscoe would be another one um, that I think will probably have a good run because he's been good on the road courses in Xfinity. Um, and Ford has really had him and Cindric and now Deegan. Wow. They, they go run yeah. the pilot challenge uh, to get some road course experience, especially with NASCAR moving more and more towards road courses. So um, mm. I want Briscoe. Benedetto's going to do really good, though. I have a feeling he'll mm. he'll have a good. Don't forget that last the the last Sonoma race he finished third, right? Mm. So in the ninety five car, and we know that ninety five car isn't the same as was worse than the twenty one. So, yeah. all right, got our picks out of the way, Davey. I have a surprise for you. I have yeah, a big surprise. surprise. I've had it, and I've made Davey wait for about fifty minutes now. Um, God, I hope it doesn't fall flat now. It, well, if it does, I'll just cut it. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and check your Discord. I promised Davey this. Oh. I promised Davey this stuff. And you, you guys are probably seeing it on your screens. Uh, and you'll have to check out the JTN uh, Twitter oh. uh, to see these things. Dude, but the car one. Um, oh, <laughs> the car one's so sick. Are you kidding me? I finally made Davey his merch. Um, <laughs> what? Dude. Yo. <laughs> They're both sick as hell. The car one is ridiculous. That's probably the most time I've put into one, too. So, <laughs> Dude. I'm going um, to like 10. What the? What? That one's based off of a Davey Allison shirt that I saw. I that I really liked. Do you have that I shirt? Know, I recognize it. Okay. No, but I recognize um, it. And then I that shirt has that like worn out graphic, and I was like, "Yeah, Davy's a new is new breed, so we're gonna make it look fresh and clean." So we made it look clean, and then so that's the shoe car one, which you'll see on your screen. Um, shoe car, shoe car, and it's titled that on the JTN merch store. It'll be up hopefully. <laughs> um, and then also we have the Hazard Martini esque logo shirt because we needed a martini sponsored shirt i also have another one that i'll show you later i don't want to include in this because it's more of a, it's like a generic one but uh were those good were they worth the wait dude <laughs> yes that's badass yo but, let's go um you even cleaned up my terrible signature i did that that was fun that was so the car one i pretty much worked on all day sunday i was bored oh no. and uh and then i did that martini one today Dude, the freaking right. car one is sick. But you can check both of those out. They'll be on the JTN merch store. Uh, it's going to be available on t-shirts, hoodies. The car one's available on a poster and a canvas print as well. The um, Martini-esque logo one's going to be available on a crew neck and uh, as a die-cut sticker because it, it works really good for a sticker. So uh, you can oh, check those my- out again on the JTN merch store. We'll talk about it probably during our USORL broadcast at some point, but um, there's going to be more on the way. There's more on the way too. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. We'll have a bunch of, <laughs> I like doing driving merch. It's fun. Um, Jeez. What? I got, I probably got to make Davey some new sponsors for like graphics for his stream now too. <laughs> Yo. Like, yes, you do. What the hell? Um, oh, what? Is that a good way to end the show? Yeah, are you kidding me? The freaking car ones, I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. I was really worried. Dude, don't be worried. What the hell? It's badass. Oh, oh uh, man. 
Well, as it is tradition, Davey, if you can, uh, if you can still talk, if you're not shaking too much. I know you're really uh, excited I'm, over it. I'm not shaking, but I'm pretty freaking happy. Um, um, thank you all very much for listening. Um, if you want to find more about JTN, Joe's going to run through that one real quick, because I don't know all the facets of JTN and every That's... social media page. I don't know them off the top of my head. I know mine. Don't know his or JTN's, because there's a lot. Am I doing JTN stuff right now? Yep, that that was the relay. Uh, Stick to you, dude. Was I was still, I was still like floating on the thing that you were actually happy with what I had, uh, that artwork. Um, I was worried, <laughs> man. I was worried. Uh, follow Joto Network on Twitter. There's a network on Facebook. You like the page there? Follow us on Twitter. Um, we all, I'll always post when new content gets posted. If we have different specials going on with the merch store, those will get posted. Uh, diecast review poster obviously up on there too you can go, we got a new diecast review that came out yesterday had a couple of them so go check those out please 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 let me do something i i really like to do and that's diecast reviews and diecast in general um yeah i mean that's that's about it jtm merch store is a great way to support us but of course as always the best way to support us is make sure you're subscribed here on youtube and you like the videos when they get posted, share them with your friends. That's also a big help, too. We really appreciate it when you guys do that. Um, I know there's some, like, JTN. A lot of people have been asking, though, can I put JTN logos on my race cars or whatnot and Sims? Go for it. We don't care. We like the support. We'll take it. We appreciate it. So, But Davey, you can find Davey on Twitch, on Twitch at... D7H5er with an ER at the end. On Twitter and at... At Davy Hazard. On Instagram. At D7H5. Of course. Of course, all linked in the description of the YouTube video as well. If you're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if we're back on there, because some for some reason they stopped carrying us. I don't know why. Because um, we cuss so much. Probably. They'll do that two times. Ooh. <laughs> but... um. Head over to those social media pages because that's where you can find a bunch of links to stuff. And that's we also try to post the links there. Um, Davey's always commenting on the JTN post when I post something stupid and letting me know. Um, yeah. In front of everybody. Arguing. <laughs> hey, Arguing. We argue all the time here on the Fake Racers podcast. Thank you. Can't thank you guys enough. Make sure you tune in next week. It's going to be a fun show with talking about the Indianapolis 500. We'll talk about Fast 9 qualifying because that will be a fun show. Go to recap. Coke 600. Look ahead if there's more breaking news, which it sounds like there is based on what Davey said. Uh, we'll talk about it next week as well. Hopefully a couple news stories don't get broke tomorrow before this goes up. That would be bad, but here we yeah. are. Just to, again, a quick reminder. This was recorded on Tuesday, May the 18th of 2021. Just a reminder. Might just might just have to post it at like 2 a.m. So that way I still keep the daily upload streak going for over two weeks. But, you know, that's what we're trying to do. Trying to keep this daily upload streak going, but um, can't thank you guys enough. Tune in. Uh, please tune in next time. We have a bunch of live race broadcasts coming up in the next week or so, too, so make sure you tune in for those. And uh, for everyone here at JTN, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you guys next time on the flip side. Night. <laughs>